0: We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. Welcome to another episode of Interstate Geeks. And I'm here with my buddy, Nate, how's it going, Nate? I'm doing fantastic. How's going? I, I, I almost felt like I forgot your name. I was well, like, who am you, I sitting across from? You're
1: collecting podcasts, <laughs> like some people collect stamps. So,
0: yeah, you have. I'm not offended at all if you forget my name. Oh, that was horrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, that's getting cut out. <laughs> no, it's le- staying in. So. What have you been up to lately? It's been a little while since we've sat here. Yeah, it's been a
1: minute. So uh, just staying really busy at work. So uh, the the Phoenix Open came through town, so I got to hang out on the 16th hole uh, uh, with the people I work for. uh, uh, And then uh, what else have I got going on? I've got... uh, uh, big events here on the horizon. I got to hang out with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks management last nice. night. Nice, I saw that. That's yeah, way yeah, So cool, I, man. I got to I got to see the 2001 uh, World oh, Series trophy so and, cool. and hang out in the uh, the players' clubhouse and stuff. Uh, took a took a
0: tour of the field and everything. So uh,
1: yeah, I've got a lot of cool stuff on the horizon. I'm really excited for uh, what's going on with me.
0: That's so. super cool, man. And, you know. I, that was like pro-am day or like, is that is, is that right? It was a practice was? day. so It was like the day where all the celebrities came in or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's so. more
1: laid back. There's not a whole lot of golfing going on, but yeah. pretty
0: much everybody's getting plastered. So I was like, yeah. man, I messed up. I could have drank some water. <laughs> with celebrities
1: hey i had a bunch of free red bulls it was great <laughs> there you go
0: and you couldn't go to sleep that night nope. <laughs> did uh you, did you, you got anything else coming up pretty soon you Let's said you see. got a few things right? yeah
1: so uh towards the end of the month uh friday night smackdown is going to be coming to gila river arena here nice. in Valley. so uh yeah we've got uh, we've got that that's coming awesome. up and then i'm still training for my uh my marathon ruck march in uh, las cruces new
0: mexico next that's month. that's way so. cool man yeah. Yeah, since the last time that we spoke, uh a couple of different things happened with me. Um we got a zoo pass, a yes. family zoo pass, man. That was really cool. We went to the zoo. It was really cool, man. That was probably like my maybe first set, first time at this zoo. We have we're lucky to live in an area where we have multiple zoos and things right. like that. So I went to another one. But I have never been to the actual Phoenix Zoo. And we went it was actually really cool
1: It's a nice zoo and, and it's a really cool area up there because they've got the botanical gardens though yeah. they've got the hole in the rock up there, so there's there's plenty to do up in that right. area,
0: yeah, that's a really cool area yeah um and then since then uh my my two year old had a birthday excellent that was really cool uh he he just turned two that was a whole lot of fun. And somebody else had a birthday too, but that doesn't really matter. I I, I think uh, he's sitting in front of me, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a birthday. Um, I turned twenty six. <laughs> twenty six years past what? Um, no, I don't know. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I turned thirty six. Good, but um, but yeah, uh, it, it was really cool. I mean, I didn't. We didn't really do anything yet. We're doing something this weekend for the for the baby. Yep. Um, he's obsessed with uh, Buzz Lightyear, so we're throwing him in. A 2 infinity and beyond birthday. So excellent. And, uh, I, you know, I, I used to like back in the day when I was a kid, I used to love getting presents and wanting presents and all that stuff. But now I'm just like, I got everything I want. I got everything I want right here on this table with, with all this pa- podcasting equipment. Yeah. I don't, I don't really want too much. So my wife, uh, was, was cool enough to let me, uh, back a comic book on, on Kickstarter. So I was able to go ahead and back Fabrice Polsky. Yes, uh, he is the co-creator of uh, Spider-Man Noir, and I backed his uh, book One Hit Wonder. He's oh, doing that's a, fantastic! He's doing a second time around on that one, so I, I backed up back, back that one. So that's great. I'm gonna give you getting my book here in May, I believe. All right.
1: Pretty cool. Well, that's but, awesome. but
0: that's about all that's been happening with me, man.
1: Okay. Well, awesome. Well, uh, you know we've got uh, cool stuff coming up, and and I'm excited to talk about. Uh, what we've got here on the show, too, I mean we we both enjoyed the Super Bowl, so we've got plenty to talk about oh. as far as uh, I, I guess I can't legally say that name. So the big National Football League championship. <laughs> uh, That's but, funny. so yeah, we've got all the cool commercials to talk about, and we we've got uh, really cool things that that were revealed to us during yeah. the oh. National Football League. It's quite a grand bit. championship yeah that was and, a lot uh, yeah so i'm excited to talk to, to you and get your opinion on what uh what's coming up from all various right.
0: uh organizations we got a ton of stuff for you guys we got a little bit of geek news some backseat drivers some road trip and what's on the horizon for you guys so are you guys ready are you ready nate i'm ready I was all born right. ready. all right so let's go ahead and jump into this but first i guess we have some words from a sponsor right we have a word from our sponsor All right, uh we are back. We appreciate that from our uh from our sponsors there. We're about to get into geek news. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So, since the last time we spoke, there's a big thing that happened. Yeah, my my favorite team in the world uh went to the Super Bowl and unfortunately they lost. They, yeah, the, yeah. But the 49ers. But so I was <laughs> I was all the
1: way in Glendale and I uh, I could hear the weeping and, and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Uh, yeah, I felt uh, I felt I felt bad for you actually. I, the, I really didn't have a dog in the race, so I was just enjoying myself. The whole but...
0: world, the whole world shook when <laughs> when that happened, didn't it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know, hats off to Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs cuz Yeah, it, you know what? They did it. Really was well deserved and yeah. and uh, I I actually had the opportunity to meet him uh oh, one cool. time. Yeah. He's a just a really cool, just a class act, just a, a great coach. And so uh I'm I'm excited for for him and and for the organization. Yeah, it does I'm I'm very sorry. I did send you my deepest condolences.
0: <laughs> you I actually did. one of my the guy that sits <laughs> in the
1: cubicle next to me at work. Uh-huh. I I gave him a sympathy card the next morning. He's a big 49ers uh-huh. <laughs> fan. He didn't care for it very much. So. That's funny. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. And it, it was you know what? Both teams were awesome. I, I I commend the Kansas City Chiefs. They they did very well. Um, you know I can't I can't complain. You know yeah. they 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 were they did. You know football is a, th- a crazy thing. You know on any given Sunday you can. You know, you can be on top of it all year long, but right. on that one day, you you just you can mess up yep. so easily, yep. and then it's over.
1: And I will say, it was a much more exciting game than last oh. year between the Patriots and Rams. So <laughs> that's
0: what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Everybody's saying last year was a snore fest, but this one was really good. Yep, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed this game. So talking about the uh, the Super Bowl, uh, the Simpsons predicted this Super Bowl. You know, that? they did. But it didn't work out that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so do
0: you remember that episode?
1: I, I don't recall it very well. But uh, yeah, since, since it all has come <laughs> about, I have read multiple sources that have commented yeah. on it. So. And so the
0: Simpsons, they predicted that the 49ers were going to win in Miami. Didn't happen. <laughs> this is one of those times that I wish the Simpsons predicted it correct. <laughs> didn't quite happen. But, you know, it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, Niners did really well all the way up until the third quarter. They yeah. fell apart in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. And sometimes it happens that way. (laughs) You got any, what was your favorite commercials? You had Uh, some really cool ones. There
1: were some good ones. I, I, I really enjoyed, there were a couple of good trailers there. Um, I, I'm finding myself quite exhausted of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> oh, man, they, there's so they many. They can be done with that.
0: Um, <laughs> they never will.
1: But, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed that. I really, really enjoyed the one that was uh, Tom Brady, where he totally rickrolled the whole world, where they <laughs> le- led you to believe that he's announcing uh, his retirement. And uh, Oh, I don't think I they, saw that Oh, one. my word. So, yeah, he's like, after all these years. And then they just dubbed over his voice, and it was a commercial for... <laughs> Somebody else was at Google. I can't remember. But it was hilarious. It was That's just hilarious. Great. Yeah, I laughed so hard. Uh, That's and, funny. and then, obviously, the one thing. So I was at Top Golf for uh, for the Super Bowl. And, okay. And uh, it was supposed to be my turn. And right then was when the Disney Plus commercial featuring the new Marvel properties oh. uh, came on. And uh, it, so as you were crying here in the East <laughs> Valley, I was in the West Valley uh,
0: cheering as though my team had won. So oh, uh,
1: th- what did you think of that ad?
0: Uh, you're talking about the uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, WandaVision. mashup yeah. thing. Yep. It was really cool, actually. Um, I was very surprised. I, the one thing that I was more excited about was obviously WandaVision. Mm-hmm um because i've got a theory to talk to you about we'll okay. talk we'll talk about a little, little bit a little more but i wanted to hear what you had about uh, falcon and winter soldier
1: uh, so everybody who knows me knows that i am crazy about captain america yeah, uh, hey, you it, know what?
0: he's wearing—he's probably wearing his Captain America underwear right now. I'm not,
1: but uh, <laughs> I have my Captain America wallet with me. So, uh, yeah, I—I I absolutely love Captain America. He's—and yeah. uh, it's interesting as I've as I've come into adulthood, how my favorite uh, superheroes have changed. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, it was Spider-Man, and, and yeah. then it, as I became more cynical as I came into adulthood, it was Deadpool, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, fitting, yeah, yeah, that all changed when Civil War. came 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 out and then i just i am 100 percent team cap right so uh yeah that one just is blowing me away so i I went ahead and did a little bit of research on what they've got going on there so
0: uh he says a little bit of research he's got
1: like 30 pages over there Uh, so uh i do have a little bit yeah uh so um some things that i'm seeing just based on some set photos that they've got and everything okay uh there are photos of uh Baron Zemo wearing his uh his mask. Oh man, um, I was wondering when
0: when he came out in the movie and he didn't have anything. Yep. I was like, "Oh man." Yep, so uh
1: he will be wearing the mask. Oh, so uh cool. it looks like uh, uh so a, a character that's going to be in it is a US agent. Yeah. Uh who is played by uh Oh boy. He's NXT.
0: got the coolest uh costume, man. His his you know, I I also hate when they always call them costumes. I call it a uniform.
1: Yeah, yeah well, it should be. I mean, come on. But uh, man, I'm trying to find out where his name is the the actor that's playing him. But uh, anyways, uh, he is carrying Captain America's shield in a lot of these pictures. Okay. So yeah. did the government somehow intervene? Yeah. Take it back from Falcon, or did they create some sort of another uh, one or something? Uh, yeah. Who knows? So I'm excited about that. I. Uh, um, it looks like, uh, they're also going to be bringing back, uh, Toby Jones's character. Uh, Arnim Zola is going to be okay. in this. Wow! Um, and like I said, yeah, Baron Zemo is in it. Uh, it says, uh, uh
0: so wasn't, he like trapped in like the machine
1: or something like that. Yeah. So his consciousness is now yeah. in a machine. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: uh, who knows? We may get
1: the full on, uh, Arnim Zola wow. in the robot and stuff. I think that's oh, going to be really cool man. if they go that route i uh, but, uh, so the report speculates that this viral threat could come from virus X, the mad bomb or something else that will put the population in grave danger. So, um, there's some sort of uh, big threat that's gonna be that they're gonna be dealing okay. with. Um, it, yeah, I'm just really excited. I, looking at the set photos and everything, I I think we've got something really cool. Yeah, uh, coming yeah, up. that's cool. Uh, so I will definitely be uh, be watching that one. What do you uh, w- What do you think of uh, WandaVision? I want to I want to hear what you have to say.
0: Uh, but I, I want to talk about Loki first. Oh, okay, because sure. I want to know what you what you think about Loki. We'll okay. get into WandaVision here in a second because I got a really cool theory. Okay. Um I mean it's the obvious theory that everybody's been talking about yeah. anyway. Um but I wanted to bring it up to you. Uh but this the Loki part. It was it wasn't too much. They showed more WandaVision, more Falcon and Winter Soldier, but yeah. they just showed only a little bit of Loki, which makes me wonder uh why are they doing that because maybe if they give more then it'll give the like It'll give more insight into. It'll spoil the whole show, I think. Right, right. Um, because obviously, it has to be the the Loki who who in Endgame takes the tesseract, yes. right? Yep, yeah, that's so, and, my understanding. And it disap- disappears. It has to be him. Yeah,
1: uh, and and that's really kind of an interesting take on Loki because, as you recall, at that point uh-huh. he hadn't been through, he hadn't experienced the loss of his mother. Or his he hadn't, father. or his father, he hadn't gone through the events of Thor Ragnarok. Uh-huh. He's not a redeemed character. No. And uh, it, it, my understanding is that they're going to be kind of focusing on his adventures through time with the Tesseract and uh, causing mischief uh, throughout time. Wow. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see what they do with that. That'd he, be really cool. Yeah. And it's interesting because he tried out to be. He auditioned for Thor. originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you see the video of him? No. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but it, he is just a perfect Loki. Just yeah. his yeah, facial he... expressions and it just. I don't see him playing detail. anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really amazing. So I'm excited to have him doing that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and and uh, Loki. Wait, I don't think they have the date for that one yet. They do for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Wanda Vision. But uh, yeah. I don't see a date on here for uh, for the Loki show yet. So,
0: cool, cool. Um, so, okay, we got to talk about WandaVision uh, WandaVision a little bit. Obviously, yes. obviously. Uh, um, how, before I get into it, I want to know what your take is. So,
1: um, I, I mean, I, I've got what what's the what the uh, you know all the press and everything are saying about it. But I, I'm excited about it. I, I uh-huh. love the relationship between the two of them. Um, this was off of the Marvel website, but it says uh, um, the series blends the style of classic sitcoms with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in which Manda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living their ideal suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. So, wow. I, yeah, if you look at all the set photos of this thing, I mean, it looks like they could have taken stuff from *I Love Lucy*. Uh, the Brady Bunch, Married with Children, uh, all of the set photos are a variety of of sitcoms that we're we're used to. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting, and and a couple of things that are really uh, standing out to me is uh, some of the other people that they have listed as starring in this in this series. Okay. Uh, so, Kat Dennings is coming back for oh, WandaVision. Okay. Oh wow. She's okay. Darcy from the Thor yeah. movies. Yeah. So what she's doing there I have no idea. Um let's see. uh, uh let's see. Monica Rambeau is going to be in this one? Really? So uh, yeah, as an oh, adult. So it's setting it, that up. It, Yeah, so oh, there's some so cool. there's some interesting people. Uh let's see. Uh, Randall Park who played Agent Jimmy Woo in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Catherine Hahn will play a new character. Uh, so there's going to be this one. I think is going to be a lot more yeah. cerebral. I think they're going to really yeah, mess with reality, and so stuff, and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: So, how did you feel about about uh, the the old school uh, Scarlet Witch costume? You
1: know, that <laughs>
0: costume was very
1: important to me when I was a young man. <laughs> That was that. Just uh, yeah, the Scarlet Witch is is uh, she. She was very important to me as I as I grew into manhood. She was just a very special person. Oh, to me. we're not going to talk about that <laughs> anymore.
0: Okay, so so the obvious um, rumors out there is obviously so the reason why everybody's saying that I think you hit the nail on the head there, where it's going to be more cerebral. Uh, it's probably going to be um, because there's a new. Villain that they're going to be bringing in. Mm-hmm. And have you heard this one that, that they're thinking that is going to be Nightmare? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That would be cool. And there's some sort. Everybody's talking about the House of M connection. All right. Which I think is pretty huge because if they. I mean, they. You know, uh, Disney acquired some Fox uh, property. Why not? So they could bring in some of the X Men. Yeah. House of M deals yeah. with a lot of the X Men. Yeah. Um, it also deals. It's a very uh scarlet witch uh centered story where mm-hmm. you know she gets too powerful she has these time warping powers and i think that that's what this is going to be i think nightmare comes in is involved she has these time warping powers and she can't control it so everybody's trying to figure out what do we do with her she's getting too powerful captain america says there everybody wants to kill her uh and uh and Captain America says, "No, I think there's many de- there's other ways that we can figure out how to do deal with this. No. I think that's where we're going to be going with this, and then it even and then I've even heard that it kind of goes into um, Doctor Strange a little bit as well, because Doctor Strange uh, goes and tries to help her out in, yeah. in the House of M as well. Yeah. So I really love that this is gonna be. I, I really hope that this is where they're going. Yeah. But obviously, right now, that this is what everybody's rumoring." Um, That's cool. Just from that little clip that we saw, yeah. everybody thinks that it's going to be some kind of House of M connection.
1: That's cool. Now, staying in that in that same uh, vein there with, uh, I just saw this today on a couple of sources. It looks like they're uh, uh, buddying up to Sam Raimi to, yeah, to direct the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. That will be uh, interesting. I, I never, ever thought that they would get Sam Raimi into the current Marvel Cinematic Universe just based yeah. on... What he did with the original, not the original, but his star, his, uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I am I'm excited to see if they get that guy, you know, you're going to have a Bruce Campbell cameo. Oh, of and course. And yeah, yeah course. I, I think that's really, really cool. So <laughs> I
0: liked his cameo in Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, he was always great. I loved it. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, do you got anything else before, uh. Uh, uh, No, just uh, those, yeah, those
1: were the, that was probably my favorite advertisement. I mean, just watching Sam throw the shield into the tree and have to probably pull it out and everything. And and, uh, Bucky, uh, that guy, he is just too cool for school. He (laughs) is the, uh, just
0: watching him stare down Baron Zemo and everything. I'm really excited
1: for it. I I think that's going to be great.
0: That's awesome. Um, So I got another one here for you. Uh, Sticking with the MCU here. There's rumors and I know you really didn't like this rumor because you're like ah I don't I like to stay out of my head cannon kind of right. thing but Vincent D'Alfano, Y Yes they're they're thinking about bringing him into the MCU. It's just a rumor. It's no, a fan theory.
1: It makes sense though, because he's in all the not, the Netflix stuff that they yeah. did.
0: And honestly- but, not, but they haven't brought in any of the Netflix. They haven't said that that stuff is connected. Mm-hmm. They've kind of loosely said that it was all connected. Well, they but... really
1: can't, because it's still technically a Netflix property. Yeah. So it's, it's legalities that are preventing them from doing yeah. it. So I think that's probably going to be the only thing that prevents them from bringing him in, is yeah. how- Ironclad are the contracts with him. Yeah, does Netflix have all the rights to him as Kingpin? If they if they're not clamped down, then I don't see why not. Yeah, Uh, but uh, because he's not one of the main characters, I can see it possibly happening. But who knows? I mean, who knows what the lawyers did? So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I I would love to see that. See him. He was a perfect kingpin, man. He was amazing. I couldn't think of anybody else who did who could do better, man. I just love him as an actor, man. Oh old yeah. school. Uh, Full Metal Jacket? No, Criminal Intent. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that, yeah. <laughs> Criminal Intent. <you laughs> know. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, there you <laughs> go. His best role ever. <laughs> yeah, he played <laughs> Thor. <laughs> oh man. Um I got do you have, do you have anything else in the movie realm
1: uh so are you've never mentioned this to me before but are you a fan of Guillermo del Toro
0: um. Yeah, I yeah, am. I really like his Pan's Labyrinth. I love Pan's his Labyrinth. his uh or oh, Labyrintho del Fondo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how you say that with your accent too. That's awesome.
1: That's one of my all time favorite movies. I I love his stuff. He uh, I recall listening to a radio show in Salt Lake City. It was the day that David Carradine died. Oh. Uh, and he died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh. <laughs> and the show I was listening to, they were interviewing. Was, he, was,
0: was he reading? Uh, Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. comics uh, you
1: you just took it there. I can't believe it. Uh, anyways, let me get my thoughts back in track here. Uh, so they're oh, interviewing man. Guillermo del Toro at the time, right when the news story came through and they're like, Oh, Hey, Guillermo, we don't know if you heard about this or not, but David Carradine just died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, oh, man. And his response to them was just absolutely perfect. in his accent, he goes, "Well, oh, you know, I'm more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love the guy to death. He's just awesome. But, uh, so, so I got this. Uh, so this is from Jessica Fisher. Uh, production has begun on Guillermo del Toro's adaptation of Nightmare Alley. Uh, so Nightmare oh, Alley is a uh, it's a 1946 novel by William Lindsay Gresham. Kate uh, Blanchett will be starring. Bradley Cooper, oh. Rooney Mara, Tony Collette, William Defoe, uh, Ron Perlman, of course, oh, uh, man. Richard Jenkins, and David Strathairn. Um, so in Nightmare Alley's and in Nightmare Alley, sorry, an ambitious young carney uh, who is Bradley Cooper with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist Blanchette who is even more dangerous than he is. The carnival cast includes carnival worker Molly, uh, Rooney Mara, head barker Clem, William Defoe, or I guess it's Willem Defoe, huh.
0: Yeah. and Ron <laughs>
1: Perlman as Bruno the strongman. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for this, uh, Del Toro said of the project, I'm inspired and elated to be joined by this brilliant cast, uh, the script of which was co-written with Kim Morgan, who did The Forbidden Room, uh, he went on in his nice. statement to say that they worked hard to bring the dark, raw world and language of William Gresham to the screen, and now we are joined by a superb cast of artists and technicians to bring it to life, so, uh, that's a I'm great excited. cast. Yeah, That's I'm a great really cast. That sounds like that. a
0: really good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I love
1: his stuff. I just his
0: style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, just so it, cool. It's so amazing. I'm really excited for that one. So yeah, man. I can't I can't uh wait for that. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. Um I've got another one here. Okay. So did you see the set photos that came out of the Batman?
1: Uh, I saw the ones of uh Colin Farrell as Penguin. Oh, I have not seen those. But they, were, those they ones. were taken from like a third story building and he's in the parking lot. Like, so they're not oh, very clear. Okay.
0: Did but, he look cool at least?
1: I mean, he looked like a guy in a suit. There oh, wasn't. Okay. I yeah. think they're kind of going for the penguin esque character like from Gotham. Okay. Um. So, yeah, he's not, yeah. he doesn't have, he doesn't
0: bear the physical features of a penguin
1: I, like he did in, in the comics and everything.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Um, I, number one. I was when I heard about all this cast, and we've talked about it a little bit. I was very reluctant with everybody who they were casting on this. I was like, okay, I don't know if I want Will Ferrell or Will Ferrell. I don't know if I that want that would be awesome. Will Ferrell as, uh, <laughs> as penguin. As penguin, that would be great. <laughs> I don't know if I want Colin Farrell as penguin. <laughs>
1: Let's just get the cast from uh, from Incredibles, from, from Step Brothers, or, oh. or Step Brothers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either way, and, and just have them do their own version of Batman. That would be great.
0: That's a different Steve kind of Steve Carell movie. would make a oh, perfect Steve Robin. Steve Carell, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, no, but I, I was very reluctant uh, having I, I, with the whole cast. But I saw set photos of um, Pattinson on a motorcycle. Okay. And it was very reminiscent to that 0 year cover with Batman when he was on the on the motorcycle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his first uh year into into uh comics or into into Batman. Okay. Um I'm very interested. I wonder if that's where they're kind of going with this. Um because we obviously we got, you know, a, a skinny penguin. Yeah. Um yeah. it's going to be a cast filled with tons of uh Rogues Gallery, yeah, yeah, villains.
1: I like that idea that they because yeah, most of the Batman movies we have now they're not really origin stories. I guess the Christian Bale one was. Yeah, it's kind of um, an origin story. I but, really don't uh, want this yeah. one to be an origin story,
0: though. Uh, yeah, I'd like time.
1: to. I'd li- but I'd like to. I like the ideas of seeing what his early days early, were like, where yeah. his um, motives weren't perfect. Exactly, and and everything he was probably a little bit more sloppy. Yes, I'd like to see that.
0: That's where I would like to see. And, but but I'd still and I still keep hearing rumors that. It's gonna be a detective story. Okay. Um, which we never, we hardly ever see in the Batman films. We don't see him being the greatest detective. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's one thing I love. My all-time favorite video games are the Arkham. Uh, I guess there's yeah. four of them technically. the The trilogy that has Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, but they also did a, a fourth one where y- you get to do the detective work. Okay, uh, you yeah. You get yeah. to analyze fingerprints. You get to analyze chemicals and yes. stuff like that and try to piece together crime scenes and things. Uh, so, yeah, I'd like to see a lot of that. That'd More be really his, cool. Yeah, his. Yeah. Well, and especially if the Riddler's in this movie, he's going yeah. to have to do that. And I'll bet you the audience yes. is going to have to play along with that. So, I, that I'm excited for that.
0: Yes, I want to see him use his utility belt, pull yes. out some forensic. Uh, tools, yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome.
1: Well, if you think about it, I mean, Michael Keaton was probably the last one that we saw really utilizing yeah. his utility
0: belt. So true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you got anything else? I do. Uh, how
1: do you feel about musicals? Um, I'm not really too much into musicals. No, no. Uh, how do you do? You like Little Shop of Horrors?
0: I've always loved Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. That's probably one of the ones. Okay, that's. I'll take it back. All right, that's one of the only ones that I like. Okay, I mean it's it's a great story. So, it looks like the classical musical Little Shop of Horrors is
1: getting a new film adaptation. Whoa. Uh,
0: Nice.
1: Yes, and there are new reports of two big-name actors who are looking to join the film. Uh, According to Full Circle Cinema, Rocketman star uh, Taron Egerton is wanted for the lead role of Seymour Krelborn,
0: which I think he could pull that off. You got to bring back rick moranis man at least a little
1: yeah maybe maybe i I, and, I, and i'm seeing rumors that he may be coming out of retirement and stuff i mean he went into retirement to take care of his kids and stuff but uh and i'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more but uh um so yeah that would be awesome and then uh let's see uh then entertainment reporter jeff snyder says that scarlett johansson is wanted for the role of audrey Okay, uh, Billy Porter is up for the role of the man-eating alien plant Audrey II, <laughs> uh, who I if you see Billy on the street or anything like that, that guy is is pretty hilarious. I think he would do a wonderful job. Uh, so the story follows a nerdy florist who comes across the plant that appears to after after an eclipse of the sun. Uh, we all know the story, but uh, so yeah, it looks like uh, Edgerton and Scarlett Johansson maybe starring in a new little shop of horrors
0: movie. Interesting, that's yeah. very interesting. Speaking of Rick Moranis, there's rumors, like you said it, there's rumors that he's going to be coming out of retirement to yeah. do a Honey I Shrunk the Kids reboot.
1: I've seen that they're actually that they're looking at Josh Gad as well to play the role of oh. his son. Who is – so I'm thinking maybe he's just going to – It's going to be a musical then. uh, I don't know. Well, I – but it – I don't know. I I guess as long as it's comedic, it'll work. But maybe he – maybe Rick Moranis is just going to kind of be grandpa in the background giving his advice, but he won't be the main character of it. Yeah. But – yeah, well, well, let's see what happens. I mean, it, like I said, the reasons why he went into retirement to begin with are, are actually quite sad. His wife passed away, uh, and he wanted to focus his time on his kids, which I really, okay. really respect. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, but they're probably grown now, yeah. and
0: he's got
1: time on his hands. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, yeah.
0: you have anything else?
1: So I've got a couple of science stories for you.
0: Okay. Uh, have you—why are you pointing at be- me? Be- before you go into the science stuff. Yeah. I guess this is kind of science Uh-huh. Your favorite movie is going to be coming out.
1: My favorite movie is going to be coming out?
0: They're going to start shooting here They're if they haven't already started shooting.
1: Which one are you talking about? Matrix 4. Oh, I I don't need that. <laughs> I, all right. So the first one was amazing. I remember being so blown away by that thing. And this was actually, it, it came out, this, the Matrix Reloaded came out when I was 21 years old. Okay. And it was the first time where I, when I started to learn that I can have various opinions about movies. Because I remember <laughs> thinking, this really isn't that good. <laughs> and
0: then the third one came out and I was like, this one really isn't good. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I must be super cheesy because I loved them all. I even loved The Animatrix.
1: Uh, well, you know, nobody's <laughs> perfect, Joey. That's fine. Except
0: for those movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about science. All right. So, uh have you have you ever visited the website kissthisguy.com? You yeah, know.
0: Okay. Nah. So, I don't want to google that.
1: It's actually <laughs> a really fun website. I encourage you to visit it. What it is <laughs> is a collection of misheard lyrics.
0: Okay. (laughs) So
1: it's uh, everybody messes up the Jimi Hendrix song. They think he says "Excuse me while I kiss this guy," instead of "Excuse me while I kiss the sky." Yeah. Uh, So uh, science. I didn't didn't
0: hear the difference. No, just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And science is explaining why this is from Popular Science. Okay. Uh, So when Little Nas X's "Old Town Road" topped (laughs) the charts in early 2019. It seemed like you couldn't go five minutes without hearing, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. But a significant subgroup caught this instead. I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room. Uh, <laughs> this was far from a first.
0: Oh, my God. We've been
1: misunderstanding song lyrics for decades. Elton John's Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza <laughs> uh, included. Uh, these, fun, these funky musical mishearings even have their own name, uh, Mondegreens. So when you mishear a lyric, that's called a mondegreen. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So why does the Jimi Hendrix lyric, kiss the sky, often become kiss this guy? Uh, When noise hits our eardrums, tiny hairs convert it into an electric signal, which travels through the auditory nerve to the temporal lobe. There it turns those firings into words with meaning. If the sounds are clear and the terms familiar, we then hear a mostly accurate rendition of what someone is saying. But when the babble is muddy and unclear, a common occurrence in songs, uh, because music can drown out lyrics and singers can produce words with extra flair, our brains scramble to find what makes sense. In that panic, our noggins react by offering up similar sounding but far more familiar phrases. I... So, for example, if the mind can't initially comprehend taking a horse to an old town road, <laughs> it offers up an alternative to quickly solve the problem. And that rendition can stick even once we learn the correct lyrics. Yeah. Uh, in fact, <laughs> uh, previous knowledge of the Green will make you more likely to hear it. Uh, that's because your brain is already primed for that version. Uh, from a psychological perspective, uh, perhaps these mix-up mix-ups are so common because we enjoy resolving ambiguity. Uh, regardless the sky this guy tony dancer or tony danza tiny dancer uh, old town road hotel room they are all still songs we'll listen to on repeat so there you go (laughs) so uh, you know we we hear lyrics incorrectly and our brain can't comprehend not being able to understand it so it compensates for it and says uh it's tony danza of course that's what it is so yeah I, I found that super interesting so yeah. uh yeah definitely visit uh, kiss this and look up all the various uh misheard lyrics it's it's fun
0: <laughs> that's pretty interesting that's all the topics i have unless you have anything else i have one more all right
1: this is very very special
0: uh to me on a personal level okay joey
1: have you ever had that neighbor that will will not absolutely will not pick up after their pets
0: oh yes we have tons of them around here
1: in my old house prior to moving here i actually had a neighbor that i had to report to the city animal control because his dog turned my front yard into its
0: bathroom oh my gosh and it got
1: so bad so and and so i called uh, animal control i said hey this is going on there so they said we need proof of it so i literally (laughs) had to sit by my front door all day with a camera (laughs) Waiting for this dumb black lab to come along and poop on my lawn, which oh, only man. took a couple of days. I sent it in. I guess the family got a fine and everything. So, um, what if somebody was able to do something productive with that animal waste?
0: Um, that'd be really interesting. All right, so uh, I'd this... have them come to my backyard. Okay, well,
1: <laughs> let's invite some uh, Philippine students to your backyard. Oh, right. uh, this is from Reuters. Uh, A group of secondary school students in the Philippines has found a way to convert poo from stray dogs (laughs) into a. (laughs) Man, this is awesome. Oh, this is
0: hilarious. Into a
1: mixture for
0: bricks aiming to rid
1: city streets of excrement and potentially even lower construction costs. (laughs) Oh,
0: man, that's hilarious. All right.
1: So as part of a research project, man, I'm not going to be able to finish this. So they play with poo all (laughs) day. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. As part of a research project, eighth graders in the Payatas district north of the capital, Manila, gathered the air... (laughs) (laughs) You're just not going to get through this Gathered and air-dried dog feces, (laughs) which were then mixed with cement powder and molded into rectangular biobricks. Oh, man. Our streets will really be cleaned up, Mark Achibuchi, the student science class advisor, told Reuters. He hoped local government or corporations would sponsor the students' research to help upgrade production. (laughs) Dog ownership in the Philippines is unregulated, and rules on taking care of pets are only loosely implemented, leading to a large number of stray dogs. The students say their bio bricks are ideal for sidewalk pavements or small structures like (laughs) like backyard walls. Each brick contains 10 grams of dog poo and 10 (laughs) grams of cement powder, the downside, you want to know what the downside is? Whoa, what's that? It has a faint odor that the group says will fade with time. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So when you're walking
0: down the street and you said, "Oh, I stepped <laughs> so on poop." You're,
1: you're checking your shoes every 3 steps and going, "What oh is that? God, what is that?" Oh, so this yeah. street smells weird.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with this neighborhood? Everybody's yards are lined with poop bricks. Hey, you know what? I love the idea. I give more power to them. Uh, this just uh, makes me scared because what are they going to think of next? Are they going to start like using human waste? <laughs> I I've heard worse. I oh mean, my god, you know, no.
1: You don't want to you don't want to live in a in a poo castle, Joey. <laughs> No, 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 I'm good. I'm good on that, man, because it was a miracle I could even make it through that story. man. I was reading that before and I just was laughing so hard.
0: That's hilarious. Oh, man. Poop (laughs) castle. All right, man. Um I I think that's that I, I think that's it for the geek news. You got anything else God, that's I don't, it for I don't me for I this week? I, I had
1: a few other things uh you know the but uh yeah, I, Captain America, uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that just took precedent over
0: us. <laughs> that's so, hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right, let's go ahead and move on to backseat driver. But let's have a word from our sponsor.
1: You know where you're going? Yes. How do you know? Did you look did you map quest it? No, I know how to get to the mall. How do you know how to
0: get to the mall? Well,
1: All right, so our backseat driver segment this week, uh, as you know, uh, we reach out to our uh, hitchhikers, and everybody gets to give their two cents. So we'll put out on Facebook uh, a question for you. Please go ahead and get involved. If, if you have an answer to this and, uh, and you're following us, if you're in the Facebook group, we want to know what you think. We want you to be the backseat drivers of the Pop Culture Mobile for a moment. So this week our uh, question fell on me uh, and I asked can you identify one time in which the movie was actually better than the book. Uh how often do you hear oh yeah we went and saw this movie oh but the book is so much better. Yeah, we hear it, that a lot. Right? All the time, all right? The time. Has it ever happened to you Joey where the
0: the movie actually was better than the book? Um you know what? I can't remember a movie off the top of my head. I'll I know I wrote it in in the in the Facebook comments, but um, I don't, I can't, I can't. Maybe I've, oh, I think I remember I'd said um, "The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe." Yeah, okay. I think I think uh, that's one of the ones, but I read it so long ago, I can't, I couldn't tell you how I. But I all I remember is thinking when we read this in like fourth, fifth grade, or right. whatever. Man, this book is really good, and I it was one of the only books that I ever really liked mm-hmm. at that age.
1: Okay. So uh, some of our responses, uh, Andrea Campbell said, I actually cannot. The book for me was slash is always better. Uh, my sister, Lisa, she said, Stand By Me. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I read The Body. Uh, she's 100% correct. And and yeah. maybe it's because Stand By Me has so much nostalgia factor for me. Okay. Uh, I grew up watching that movie. I uh, I I love the story of it. The actors were great. I mean, we had River Phoenix and uh, yeah. Will Wheaton, Corey Feldman, and uh, uh, oh, Vern. It's uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell. Uh, you, you know, the, the kids did such a good job. And then also, yeah, if, you, if yeah. you look at kind of the filming of the of the movie and everything, it's uh, it's really wonderful. So, um, and then my friend Zach Scoville, he said Fight Club. And then he said, oh, and The Mist, which uh, was oh, going to be one yeah. of my responses. The Mist was good. So another Stephen King story that the guy, I've said this a million times, he doesn't know how to end things the right way. <laughs> in the book, it's just them driving around. That's uh, it. Yeah. In, yeah. And you've seen the ending of the movie, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. D- That's what they're doing. Here. The,
1: the murder scene in the car. Well, it's, and it's not even a murder because it's like a mercy killing Oh, man, that is just heart-wrenching. For, I'm, you know what? I'm going to spoil it. So there's aliens <laughs> taking over the world, and uh, they're, they're, they're not pleasant aliens. They're like really big insects. And uh, these people are holed up in a grocery store, a father, a son, and these two elderly people, they're able to sneak out. They get into this SUV and start driving away. Uh, he's got a revolver that has three bullets in it, and they end up running out of gas. And they are like, well, we certainly tried. And so the father, you you don't see it happen inside the vehicle. You just see it outside and you see the gunshots as he kills the elderly couple in the back and his son. And then, uh, you know, he's sitting there desperately trying to shoot himself and there's obviously no bullets. Yeah. He gets out of the SUV, closes the door, and not thirty seconds later, the mist starts to clear, and here comes the army. Oh yeah, killing all
0: yeah. the aliens. Zap. man. Oh man. Yeah,
1: that is that is definitely on my on my list. Uh, <laughs> my friend Brady Thompson, he said, "Princess Bride," uh, the movie is a near perfect masterpiece, and book is lacking so much. The humor, of the characters are dull. I was just absolutely disappointed after reading it. So Whoa. That's, uh, that's interesting. interesting. Uh, Jeff McCain said Green Mile again. And then Zach Scoville, right after that, he said, let's just say like 80% of all Stephen King movies. (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, Let's see. And then uh, our good friend Chanel, uh, she said, I was going to say that I don't think I've ever saw a movie better than it's read. However, these comments have changed my mind. I agree with them all. I will say that The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was a movie that watched like the book read for me, but that's all I have.
0: I think so, that's where I got that from. I was like, oh, I'm gonna change my answer now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and then, and she also said, and Game of Thrones, uh, okay. excluding the last season, of course. So, uh, and then uh, uh, my wife Jamie, she said, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's the a good book one. was good, but yeah. surprisingly violent when you're reading it to young children, and a little weird. I definitely <laughs> like the movie better. Uh, and then again, another Stephen King uh, story. Uh, uh, Jerry Green says, I. I really like the dead zone. The book by Stephen King was terrific, but Christopher Walken brought the movie to another level, Oh, which wow. is 100% yeah. accurate. Have you seen, have you seen the dead zone?
0: Uh, I think I have. It's one of those ones where I was like, I think I've seen it, but it, I gotta, I gotta watch it again to remember that I've seen it. So, does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Christopher Walken, I mean, he started out his career as a very serious, dramatic, scary actor. It's oh, yeah, only yeah. been in the last couple of decades that he's turned into more of a comedic He scared the crap presence. out of me
0: in uh what's that one? The Prophecy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And, and Sleepy I, Hollow as the, as the headless horseman. Yeah, I can't I can't watch The Prophecy even into my adulthood. <laughs> I'm like dude I- I was a lot more brave when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, and go back and
1: watch the Deer Hunter. I mean, him, oh, the initiated uh, Vietnam veteran. It's just, it's heartbreaking. So, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so those are the responses we had. What, what did you, uh, what did you come up with, Joey? Um, that,
0: I think that's. I can't remember uh, much. I think I'm gonna stick with the one that I said. I think. I was really taken back by, by The Lion, the Winter It right. was really good. That, cause, oh, it probably mostly because of the scene where you got Aslan on the on the altar there, mm-hmm. and it breaks apart, because that was one of the ones that I always remembered in my head uh, when I read it as, as a child, and right. that's the only reason, because when they, when they came out with the movie, I was like, why does this title sound familiar to me? Oh, okay. And I watched the movie, and I, I, I didn't get it. And I always remember... Uh, you know, that scene where he eats the, the treats with the queen or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Turkish Delight. Yeah, I remember right. that scene. Obviously, because I was a kid, I was like, ooh, that sounds delicious. I want some right now. <laughs> um and then, and then the, but the scene that I always remembered was, was the, was Aslan on the, on the altar yeah, yeah, and it played out almost exactly like it played out in my head as I read the book. That's awesome.
1: So my wife and daughter have just started reading The Lion, the Witch, and the World. Oh, Rope so again. cool. They they finished uh because that isn't the first book in the series. So the first one I, it's The Magician's Nephew, I Something think is what it's I, called. They just finished that one. And so now they're on The Lion, the Witch, cool. and the World. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're really enjoying it and, 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 uh. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, for me, uh, do you remember the horror movie that came out in the late '90s, uh, A Stir of Echoes? Oh, yeah! So much better than the book. Oh, the really? The book was written in the 1950s by a chauvinist. and <laughs> it, it just—it doesn't. There's zero interest. It's just so boring. Um, they they took that story to a whole different level. It was wow. really really good. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's it's a stir of echoes. Uh, go back and watch the movie and cool. do not read the book. You're not missing anything.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty cool, man. Thanks for everybody for uh, chiming in on that. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, road trip. And this time, Nate brought us a surprise. He didn't even tell me what's going on here, so it's a surprise to me. We there yet? No! Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? Are you
1: little? Yeah, so I, I, I feel like the hitchhikers, they don't know us very well. I mean, we really haven't <laughs> okay. had the opportunity to really dig deep into who we are and what we're all about. Okay. So uh, in your studio, you have a variety of items. <laughs> uh, Too you've many got, to count. Yeah, yeah, you've got comic books. You've got some Funkos in there. You've got some really cool stuff. What uh, what are your top three possessions in your studio?
0: Uh top three possessions. I think I would probably have to say, uh, my Secret Wars uh, cover. It's uh, you know the iconic cover with uh, Spider-Man in the black suit, mm-hmm. um, only because it is a newsstand, very rare. Um, probably my Teen Titans number one, uh, signed by uh, George Perez. Okay. And my uh, connecting covers of, of uh, X Men Volume Two Number One.
1: Excellent. So now we're going to play a game called <laughs> Lifeboat. Okay. You have to get into a lifeboat, and you only have room for two of them. Oh my gosh! Which one doesn't come with you?
0: Oh, that's hard. That's I have to have my connecting covers because that's the first comic book I ever took. Right. I, I re, ever brought took off the off the rack. So I have to have that one. I think it would probably have. I'd probably have to leave the the Spider-Man cover, or the Secret Wars cover. Wow! Only because uh, the experience of standing in line waiting to get my book signed by George Perez was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Okay. He's a freaking comic book legend, man, yeah. and and I was able to meet him and 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 uh, get something signed by him. I think because of the experience, um, I think that's what I would do. Because I, I found that uh, Secret Wars in the comic shop, but there's not too much attached to. It. I mean, it just, it's just it's a great, valuable book. Yeah. Um, but the the other two, they have nostalgia factor. I think I would have to take those two.
1: Awesome, that's that's cool. So that's yeah. uh, that's a lifeboat. So we're gonna play one more round of lifeboat. Okay. Uh, you are the father of three children, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you're in a life. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make you do that. I was like, oh my gosh, where's <laughs> the going? Oh, man. I'm just kidding. You.
0: I, 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 I saw your, your, your I jaw like, drop for I was a like, second there. Which like, one was not being mean this. to me today? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I, 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 that one may have been easier just because one of them is not here all, today. Uh, my daughter's at work. Maybe let's no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. How about you?
1: Do you have? Uh, let's see. I've got. Well, I've got GI Joe Volume 185. Okay. So yeah, that one's very very important to me. Uh, I've got my autographed special edition Death of Wolverine. I got it autographed by Greg Sweet. Horn and Stan Lee. Um, Super cool. Oh, man, what else do I have? I've got, man, I've got some cool stuff. That's pretty cool. I've got a boxing glove autographed by, uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Michael Buffer. Not Michael Buffer. Is it Michael? Yeah, it is Michael Buffer, the Let's Get Ready to Rumble guy.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah. I got
1: an audit. So, but yeah, I I think uh, my G.I. Joe Volume 185 and my Stan Lee signed uh, Death of Wolverine from Salt Lake Comic Con. Those are probably... If I had to take anything in a lifeboat, I think that would be it. So that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: awesome. That's pretty cool, man.
1: Awesome. Cool. I'm I'm, I'm glad you you played along with. Yeah.
0: That. Hey, if there's if if our uh, fans are I don't know if I want to call them fans our hitchhikers. Yes. Out there want to play along with us? You guys can hit us up over at our Facebook uh, page, uh, Inst- uh, Interstate Geeks. Hang out over with us over there and chime in. What what what, what three things would you guys uh, put up and and uh, if you can only take two, which ones would you take? Awesome! Please, please uh, chime in and ch- let us know. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. What's on the horizon?
1: Uh, so uh, movies being released. I know you have for the whole month of February. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I've got stuff coming out uh, on the seventh of February. So we've got Birds of Prey, which uh, so far has. Pretty good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so, that's right. Cross your fingers; it might be pretty good.
0: Yeah, our our uh, my uh, co-host of the Big Two, uh, Chanel Ward, she went and saw it the other day, like a little uh, pre-screening yeah, of it. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, good for her, she said she really liked it. She cool. liked it a whole lot. Cool. Yeah, but she's like me; she likes cheesy stuff. Yeah. So, I mean. So, yeah. I mean I'm not a good critic when it comes to movies. No, no, <laughs> no. Well,
1: no. we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm, I'm anxiously, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic on this one. I, I, Suicide Squad had
0: so oh, much potential. Yeah, it had it so much potential, but um, they just, I don't know. I, I think they made some bad casting choices.
1: And, and see, for me, it wasn't really the cast so much. I don't. For I'm,
0: me, I really didn't want to see Will Smith as, really? uh, as nope. Okay. Nope. All
1: right. And they've got him replaced in, in James Gunn's version. It's going to be uh, Idris Elba, right? Or Idris Elba? Um,
0: oh, really? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't think that's a great choice no? either. No. No. Man. I All mean, right. I like them both as actors. But I just you've don't got know. James Gunn directing it. Wow. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. We'll see how that so, goes. So,
1: uh, also coming out this week is The Lodge. Don't know a whole lot about that, but uh, mm. I, I think Birds of Prey is going to knock uh, Bad Boys for Life out of oh, the top spot. Really? Okay. I'd never... Maybe. If you had told me a month ago that that movie was going to hold the number one spot for three consecutive weeks, that's uh, crazy. That's awesome. Uh, So then uh, movies coming to theaters on uh, February 14th, uh, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Yes, that's one I got on my list. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, have fun at that one. Oh, I, I, no, I, I'm really? I'm probably going to bow out on that one. Oh, I don't know.
0: man. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I'm not too excited about it.
1: But then you also have Blumhouse's Fantasy Island, uh, which <laughs> is a PG 13 rated horror movie coming out in the month of February. Uh, I'll let you draw your own conclusions on uh, how good that one's probably <laughs> I don't know going about to
0: that be. One. Uh, on my list, I, I had Sonic the Hedgehog, and that one was real. I, I want to see it just because. I got to take I got to take my my son Zeke to it. You know? All right. That's one of the ones that I've been kind of waiting around for uh for it to come around. I mean, come on. Jim Carrey as Robotnik? Uh,
1: yeah, uh, come on, man. We'll see. Come we'll on. see. You tell me and how like, it
0: is. And I like the fact that they changed up the way he looked because everybody was like so yes. up in arms that he didn't look like the game.
1: That's one thing uh, I love Twitter because it it's just, <laughs> for you get that. to see yeah, everybody freaking out about that. I uh, I, when you see a group of fans that are like, oh, he looks terrible. And the studio says, okay, we're going to take your opinion. Yeah. We're going to change it. Yeah. We're going to spend millions of dollars completely reanimating this guy. And if they don't go and see the movie now, yeah, bunch of hypocrites. Because, yeah, they certainly, they did fix <laughs> yeah, it. right, um, they fix yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, the people that complained the loudest are the first to sit down and, and watch the movie, so.
0: I've got another one here. Uh I think this was a book too. Call of the Wild. Yes. I will be seeing
1: that on February the twenty ninth. So uh you got Harrison Ford, uh, yeah. Karen Gillen is in that one. So uh this yeah.
0: one sounds really cool. Uh, uh they did this one back in the day too, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. I think I remember seeing this one like in the nineties somehow. I don't yeah. know. I think they made it before that, but but uh I remember watching it in the '90s and all yeah, that good I, stuff. Yeah, I believe it was Rick Schroeder
1: that was in that. Oh, yeah, kid from Silver Spoons. Yes, so you are right yeah. now. I remember. Yeah, that was that was a good movie.
0: Yeah, it was really good, and, and I'm pretty excited to see uh, Harrison Ford in this. This is pretty cool, yeah. man. Uh, should I read the synapses or you know, let everybody kind of? I've, look I've it got up a
1: pretty stuff. good idea. But, okay,
0: yeah. okay. And then there's another one that that uh, looked really interesting. You know, I'm not how how do you really like horror movies or like suspense? type thrillers if
1: they're good
0: yeah i I, i'm not much of a i'm i'm i used to be into horror back in the day um i can't do it anymore i don't know why it's just there's nothing that that good anymore
1: horror movies the last several years probably i i want to say saw probably kicked this off and then it went into the hostile movies it turned into torture porn it's not (laughs) it's not scary anymore it's just i know yeah I like Silence of the Lambs. I like yeah. I, I, I like those movies that get you scared but thinking at the
0: same time. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I like very cerebral horror movies, like Guillermo del Toro store, stuff. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth was amazing. Yeah, so, it was really good.
0: Yeah. It had freaky moments. Um. Uh, so, The Invisible Man is coming out. I've seen some uh, trailers for that. That looks
1: uh, yeah. kind of cool. You got the uh, ex-boyfriend that's trying to yeah. make his uh, ex-girlfriend lose her mind so
0: pretty much yeah. yeah it's it's more of like a suspense thriller kind of a thing so yeah. that one looked very interesting and we got uh we got elizabeth elizabeth Moss. she's a great okay. actress <laughs> she was in the kitchen oh yeah, yeah. she's really good in there. okay so yeah i i really i'm really excited for that one it's coming out pretty soon uh, on the 28th awesome so, so cool Check, keep an eye out for that one all
1: right uh, then i got some uh, movies being released on Blu-ray for the week of February 7th. You've got Dr. Sleep. Uh, did you catch that one at all? No, I haven't. So I I heard from critics that it was good enough to probably catch uh, from Redbox or streaming. Okay. it's it, it, The thing is, it has gotten so expensive to go to the movie theater it's, it's anymore. It's the sequel
0: to, uh, um, to The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, yeah. So
1: this is Danny Torrance as an adult. Okay. So, yeah. So And, it and, played and it's played by um, uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to s- to check it out. I'll I'll wait okay. but, and then uh, last Christmas, he's uh, going to be making some bank, huh? Cuz he's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's got some stuff uh, that's going to be keeping him busy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last Christmas will be coming out on uh, Blu-ray, the week of February the 7th. Uh, Did you catch that one at all? No. So the Mother of Dragons uh, is lonely in New York at Christmas time.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So that's all you need to know. Uh,
1: And then The Good Liar and Playing with Fire, uh, which was that uh, John Cena movie about the firefighters. Okay. Uh, Cool. And then the week of February 11th, you've got Ford versus Ferrari. And then, because we talked about it on a previous episode, Swamp Thing: The Complete Series, Oh. which makes me laugh because it was only one season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, for me, the Rambo five film collection is being released on Blu-ray next week. So uh, nice. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, then I've got a whole list of Funko Pops that are going to be coming out. Oh, in cool! The yeah. month of February. Uh, there's a few that are. Of quite a, a, a big interest to me, uh, so there's uh, Where's Waldo is going to be coming out. Oh, uh, that's in cool! A bunch of Rick and Morty. Uh, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, this is your month for Funko Pops. I mean, there was probably a dozen in the list. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame characters. I, I've
0: never, I've never seen it. Up, I don't even know what the heck Rick and Morty is about. I've never.
1: It's fun. Uh, the fans are kind of questionable uh but uh but it's it's a fun show uh so the hunchback of notre Dame notre dame characters are coming out uh mulan characters uh mortal Kombat characters birds of prey characters okay this is one i'm excited about political personalities uh jackie kennedy oh that's jimmy carter that's interesting jfk ronald reagan and my personal favorite ruth bader ginsburg (laughs) <laughs> so uh <laughs> that, that's so random that's the I love most it. random <laughs> i love it uh and and i've got an article here that i'll bring up where they they compare it to something just it's perfect it's oh, the man. perfect comparison but, uh a stephen king figure is going to be coming out which is cool because barnes and noble is going to have a special edition figure of him holding a book and a bloody <laughs> axe and he's going to be covered in blood oh, uh so that, yeah that's going to be cool uh avengers endgame iron man the oh, i am iron man right nice. before he snaps Nice. Uh, I I got at the beginning of January the uh Captain America worthy figure where oh, he's holding Mjolnir, he's got the, the half broken shield, oh, he's so cool. he's wrapped in lightning. It's a it's probably my favorite Captain America figure that I that's have. That's awesome. really
0: cool. That so that one's going to be a hot item, I think.
1: Yeah, the the Iron Man Iron yeah. Man one. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. going to be a hot. One. Uh, and then you've got uh, Marvel 80 Years. You're going to have uh, Spider-Man and Vulture are coming out. Oh, so cool. Uh, a Happy Gilmore 2-pack, Bob, Bar- Bob Barker versus <laughs> Happy Gilmore. And there's also going to be a Chubbs figure and a Happy Gilmore solo figure. That's hilarious. Uh, the Backstreet Boys oh. are going to come out. So You excited?
0: So, so, yeah, so excited.
1: Uh, and then you've got uh, Iron Maiden, <laughs> various versions of Eddie are going to oh, be coming out. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's
0: exciting. So I, I'm at the... Um, the artist who drew Eddie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. He, and he, he gave me a print and he signed it for me. That's cool. I've got it upstairs that's in cool. my podcast room.
1: I just saw Iron Maiden last fall here yeah? in Phoenix. I,
0: man, I love those guys. After the show, love I'll go them. grab it and I'll show it to yeah, you. That it's is pretty, cool. It's pretty freaking cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have a Tupac Shakur figure.
0: Oh, sweet.
1: Uh, again, a bunch from The Mandalorian. Oh. Including The Child. So, is it, when is that coming out? Uh, in February. Yeah, that that's all they've told. That's all the in list in February. Is in February, so I heard that have it baby was, Yoda.
0: I heard that it was going to be like in May.
1: Oh really? Yeah, it was in uh, the February uh, oh, blog list on I gotta, uh, Funko. So I got to get my hands yeah. on one. I need a
0: baby Yoda. Uh,
1: excellent. Let's. Yes. If you just had a birthday, then I've got a good idea. So I've got.
0: I yeah. need a baby Yoda and a Mando. Awesome. Man, yeah, I, let's get you hooked up. Yes.
1: Uh and then characters.
0: Should we, we should totally. We should totally be like, hey, we've been talking about your phone calls on there. Maybe yeah, <laughs> come on, guys,
1: throw us a bone. Uh characters from the
0: Good Place are going to be available. Oh, that's such a good show. Yes, I love that show. Uh, Me and Elizabeth started watching it.
1: And then Gumby. Uh, Gumby. Yes. Oh, uh, so sweet. Characters from Miami Vice. Okay. And I. Uh, a bunch again of WWE characters. Sweet. So, um, and, and a bunch of exclusives to various stores and yeah, everything like yeah. that. There were just too many to list. Uh, and then, so there are two here that I'm very well, three actually that I'm very, very excited about. Are okay. you familiar with Lance Bean and Bill Riser?
0: Um, Bean, like Bean, like the, like the, like
1: B E A N. Yeah. Like the legume.
0: Okay. I think so. maybe, if it's the one I'm talking about, so
1: they are the blue and red characters from the video game Contra.
0: Oh, okay, and okay, okay.
1: It hasn't been announced yet. Exactly when it's TBD, but they are getting their own Funko Pop characters. Interesting. From, yeah, the the dudes wow. from from. Uh, from uh, Contra are coming.
0: Okay. I thought you were talking like Mr. Bean. No, no. Which <laughs> I Mr. I have
1: Bean. I have the Mr. Bean uh, Funko. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's holding his teddy bear. And then that's I also hilarious. got the Chase figure. The Chase figure is awesome. It's him with the turkey stuck on his head from the Christmas episode. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got that one. It's it's one of my favorites. Uh, it hasn't been removed from the box at all, and I, I absolutely that's would. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this is really really cool. I, uh, as, as we've mentioned before on the show, our, our intro and outro music was composed by my friend, Nick, who lives in Adelaide, Australia. Mm. Uh, recently, they've been dealing with some really uh, detrimental forest fires. I mean, it has yeah. just decimated a lot of the country and everything. Uh, how would you like to have a highly collectible something and support the country of Australia?
0: That would actually be really cool.
1: Let's make it happen. So Australian firefighters are going to get their own Funko Pop. Oh, so cool. Proceeds are going to help the animals impacted by bushfires.
0: I think I saw this. As well. They, they yes. have a firefighter with a koala bear? Yes.
1: So this is from uh, Mashable. Uh, only slightly less famous than Rule 34 is the rule that if something exists, there is a Funko Pop of it. Uh, so I... Uh, yeah. Uh, in this latest case, the omnipresent purveyor of button-eyed figurines is using its powers for of assimilation for good. Funko has announced a limited edition Australian firefighter pop figure, complete with a baby koala latched onto their leg, uh, retailing for 19.99 Australian. Uh, all proceeds from the bushfire heroes figure will go towards the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals uh, National Bushfire Appeal.
0: That's awesome. Uh, How do we get one of these?
1: So, uh, let's see. The figurine is a collaboration with Australian collectible store Pop Culture and is only available on their website, though they do ship worldwide. Okay. Uh, pre-orders are open now with delivery expected in June. Okay. So, if you have 20 Australian dollars, which is probably going to be around 12, 13, 14 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, it's not bad.
0: Uh,
1: um, Yeah. Get yourself an Australian. Do, do bushfire. they do
0: they have the uh, website there? Uh,
1: there's a link that I uh, printed on my paper here that I do not have. I'm sure if you were to look up the Australian <laughs> firefighter funco, oh, yeah. there's going to yeah, be a bazillion yeah, articles just about. Just it. Just Google it. I hope it's not like an extremely limited number. Yeah. Because I would really like to have one. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that would be really cool. And and I honestly, I if they if they want to benefit. Uh, yeah, them as much, I mean, do as much yeah, as you can. Produce as many as you can. I personally would love to have one. I think they're really cool. That'd be really uh, It says, uh, though, if you want to help Australia's wildlife, but don't fancy a tiny firefighter staring st- sadly <laughs> at you from your bookshelf, you can also donate directly to the RSPCA on their website. They certainly need the help. Experts estimate over 1 billion animals have been killed in oh, Australia's unprecedented bushfires with more injured and facing starvation due to the, stru- the destruction of their habitat.
0: That's so crazy. Uh,
1: once the active fire zone's cleared, that's when our most challenging work begins. Uh, our work will continue for months after the fires have ceased. So I think that is a wonderful, wonderful way to support the country of Australia yeah. uh, and, yeah. and to have a really cool collectible. So definitely reach out, and, and, uh, and if you have the means, uh, yeah,
0: that's a cool it. collectible to have. Super cool. Yeah. So I've got tons of comic books to talk about. So do I. <laughs> All right. So, first up on my list is Clock Number 2. And I talked to you about this one. This one is
1: uh, is
0: one of my favorite indie books going on right now. And uh, have have you heard about this one? Uh, no, I've not. So, when aggressive cancer begins spreading through humanity like a virus, one scientist will sacrifice anything for answers. It is a global uh eugenics uh conspiracy the beginning of the world war three and he can get to the bottom of it before it takes uh, what's left of his family. This is a great book. I've got number one. I read it. Uh, um, it it's so good. I, I've, I, I, It's so good that I sub- subscribed to it uh, before it came out. And I was mm-hmm. like, I have to have this book. Um, I'm getting number two coming out next week. Uh, right. Super, super excited about this one. All right. so, uh, I can't talk. Uh, enough about this one. All right,
1: one. so it's it's poignant given the uh, coronavirus is uh is <laughs> wreaking havoc across our yeah, great planet as well. Pretty huh? pretty
0: much, yeah. Um another one that was really cool. Um are you a fan of uh Star Wars? Absolutely. Yeah? yeah. So you would probably love this story here. It's not it's kind of like a Star Wars type uh story here. Uh this one is Tartarus number one. Okay, and it, it's a new adventure series with a a sci-fi drama of Breaking Bad set in uh, Breaking Bad set in Maz Isley. So really? they're kind of comparing okay. it to like Breaking Bad, like in Maz Isley. So, uh, so promising young cadet Tild is a famed is famed for crimes against the Empire after discovering her mother was the ruthless warlord of the deadly colony Tartarus. A viral uh vital sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> A vital player in the Galactic War. Now Tild's only way home may be to reclaim her mother's dark crown. Uh pretty cool. This that one is cool, yeah. This one's written by uh Johnny Christmas and Jack Cole. Cool. It's in shops February twelfth and it is five ninety nine. Excellent. Super cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else coming out the uh, oh, on February twelfth, or
0: I've got tons more.
1: Uh, so I've I've got one while you're while you're looking through your notes there. Uh, Batman Pennyworth, rest in peace, number one. That's one on my list. You got list. that? Yeah. This looks cool, and the synopsis of it is really blowing my mind. So, yeah. uh, Alfred Pennyworth served the Wayne family for decades, even through the tragic loss of Bruce Wayne's parents. His death at the hands of Bane is the only event that could possibly compare to that fateful night in Crime Alley, and it leaves Bruce at a similar crossroads. If Alfred was the glue that held the Bat family together, how will Batman deal with, all, with that all falling apart? And if the Cape Crusader is, the, is truly alone, he might either hang that cape up once and for all, or double down and carry on with his vengeful quest forever. Uh, Batman Pennyworth rest in peace. Number one celebrates the life of one of the most important people in the history of Gotham city while also addressing questions about what's next.
0: Yeah. I, I, this one's going in my, oh, in my, yeah. in my subscription box yeah. at, at monster comics. Yeah, dude. That's
1: cool. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do yeah. with that one. That's, yeah. I don't know if they've ever crossed that before. I think in the animated series, no. they did something once that involved I, Mr. Freeze. I've
0: missed all of this, all of this stuff that's been going on, because I kind of fell off Batman titles. Okay. Um. So, freaking Alfred's dead, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: That that's uh, pretty amazing. <sighs> yeah. I'm I guess they, to did, cry. they <laughs> did. They did. They did address it in the Schumacher films. I think right when when they brought Alicia Silverstone on as a uh, Batgirl. He oh, died in those ones, right? Yeah, I believe but he did. Those were those were. You could make bricks in the Philippines out of <laughs> out of out of those movies. So
0: full circle. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> I've got another one here. Uh, do you like Napoleon Dynamite?
1: I love Napoleon Dynamite. In fact, I got that on my list right <laughs> here. Napoleon Dynamite's
0: yep. Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh, do you want to read the synapses for oh, that?
1: Sure. <laughs> Uh because uh so I've actually I met him and uh Aphran oh. Ramirez at Comic Con in Salt Lake. So I was cool. dressed like Ralphie Parker in my pink bunny costume. That's hilarious. So yeah, I've got a picture with the two of them. You, uh, yeah, you It's awesome. yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh with Valentine's Day fast approaching, Preston High is feeling the love when Pedro decides to ask out the girl he likes Napoleon convinces his friend he'll need to up his cool factor first and Napoleon's schemes never go quite <laughs> as planned. Will this vampire well I'm sorry, will this Valentine's Day end in broken hearts? We don't know. Stop asking. Gosh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: so excited that's hilarious dude yeah. i i got napoleon number one in my collection All right. uh one of the or or no what is it pedro i forget what it is it's, that's awesome i got it up there somewhere but it was really it's really cool i think i got one and two um super cool man yeah um are you a transformers uh fan
1: i am yeah uh not most of the movies i could have done without but uh bumblebee <laughs> was good
0: yeah, yeah bumblebee was actually yeah. really good Yep. I uh, eh, I like them all though, but I'm I I like I told you, I'm not a good critic, movie critic. Yeah, yeah I like everything. Uh but they have a 100-page giant coming out for uh, for uh, Transformers. Okay. Uh this one's called uh Power uh Power Predacons or something like that. So, uh pre- uh prepare to be terrorized by this collection of the Predacons uh finest moments collecting stories from Transformers UK 135 and 136 transformers uk annual 1987 beast wars the gathering number one transformers spotlight jazz and the never before republished uh transformers dawn of the predicus 2016 botcon exclusive comic
1: man that's a big range of of titles there that's yeah pretty
0: cool. it's gonna be really cool out in shops uh February 12 right. 599 oh that's not bad for a 400 page giant man that's great
1: did you hear that the next film it looks like it's gonna be uh the um the what is it the dino bots or the, what the what was it the beast uh beast beast wars? beast wars yeah that's what it's gonna be so um that's kind of exciting it's super cool yeah.
0: man um i think i might have something else
1: uh, I've, I've got one here that uh, i'm definitely picking up uh Death to the Army of Darkness, number one. Uh, This is being released by Dynamite. So it's been six months since the events of the Army of Darkness film. Ash Williams is just trying to settle down and get back to his groovy ways. (laughs) Pardon the language, but damn it. Deadite possessed strangers (laughs) keep attacking him at every turn. Why is evil following everywhere he turns? And what happens when an awful splinter cell causes Ash to become Team Ash? So uh, yeah, we've got ourselves a, a, a army of darkness comic that's coming out. You know my love for uh, for yeah. all, everything I, uh, that uh, that Ash Williams stands for. So uh, yeah, the Evil Dead franchise is one of my all time favorites. I'm definitely picking that one up.
0: Pretty cool. Um, so uh, going along with uh, the Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie. Okay. They've got a number one coming out. Awesome. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey.
1: Okay. I think I saw that.
0: Yeah. So this one is uh, the creative team that transformed Harley Quinn forever returns to shake up her world once more. And this time, the gloves are off. Harley Quinn has avoided Gotham City ever since she broke up with the Joker and found a home and a kind of family in Coney Island. But when she gets an offer, she can't refuse she has no choice but to slip back into the city as quietly as she can, hoping to be gone forever. Anyone, especially her ex, learns she's been there. But for Harley, as quietly as she can, is plenty loud. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and before she can say "Holy bounty hunters, Batman," the Joker, uh, pretty much finds her. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm not gonna read anything else because it keep they keep going on and on. Oh, do they? <laughs> that's All a right. that's a ton more, but I mean, pretty much you get the gist of yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, one that kind of popped up on my radar that I think five six years ago I probably wouldn't have given a second thought, but now because of her character development in the Avengers movies and the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Nebula number one is coming oh, out. Oh yeah, on that one's on 12. my list too. Uh, so Nebula has grown under the shadows of Thanos and Gamora, but no longer. With her eyes set on a top-secret device, Nebula has big plans for her future, and she's not about to let anyone get in her way. But her goal may end up costing her more than she's willing to pay after a showdown with one of the Cosmos' most feared
0: bounty hunters. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Iron Man 2020 number two is coming out. Okay. So... I've 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 got number one of that one. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but uh, I definitely mean to. But uh, I heard that I heard good things about it. Yeah,
1: I picked up issue zero at uh, at the free comic book day. And, oh, cool! And yeah, it's uh, they're setting up something pretty pretty interesting. The the nanotechnology is really uh, really gonna play a role in this one. So that's awesome. Uh, and and just because I know you love it so much. Um, <laughs> oh, what's this? Vampirella and Red Sonia number six is coming out on February twelfth as well. <laughs> So Absolutely. I I know that's in your pull list. That's, yeah, there you that's go. the first one you're reading. So
0: so I've got another one here that I'm not collecting, but my son Zeke is. Okay, he's got number one and number two of Symbiote Spider-Man, Alien Reality, and number three's coming out. All right, super cool. I, I haven't read it. He's read it. He's read both of them. He more, liked he liked it a lot. Dude, more kid friendly then, or I uh, I guess well kind of not really, but I'm, it's it's a regular, but it's it's written by Peter David, dude. Okay, it's really good. All right. So, I, I mean, I'm, he's reading a Peter David book. I'm yeah. cool with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, I actually, I got my daughter uh, the House of Fear uh, free comic that was a, a comic book day. Okay. And uh, it's it's along the, in fact, it, I can't believe they haven't been sued by the people that did the Tales from the Crypt comics. <laughs> but it's uh, it, it's it's Tales from the Crypt that's dialed down quite a bit. Okay. for So, like, my daughter loves this story. It's about all these snowmen that come to life. And uh, attack these kids while they're playing uh, out in the snow, you know. And yeah. they end up defeating them with a super soaker full of hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> it's really cool. That's hilarious. Yeah.
1: You got anything else? Um, I just some stuff on February nineteenth. I don't have okay. anything for the twelfth.
0: I still got a couple more for All the twelfth. All right, go for it. Then. Mm. <laughs> so I got Thor number three. Have you read, been reading this one? Donnie I have, and I have been able to catch up. Oh that one. man, it's so cool. The Battle of the Two Storms. So in the first issue. Um, you know, Galactus fell from the sky, right? And and, and did you catch a right, little bit and, and, of that?
1: Yeah, and he's asking Thor for help, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: and and Thor becomes his. Uh, he pretty much does. He's doing his doing what Silver Surfer did for him. Yeah. So uh, uh, so this one, it's it's basically picking up thumb So anyway, it's Mjolnir versus versus Stor- Stormbreaker as Thor's old ally Beta Ray Bill makes a thunderous entrance. But what has put the two friends at odds and can the king of Asgard convince uh, the Corbinite to let him continue his bloody mission to save at all cost? Cool. Uh, all that is. Pretty cool. It's yeah. really good. That one's really good. That's 3 uh, three ninety nine. Okay. This one's really cool. This was one of the ones that I was really excited about too because I really wanted to read this one. I, I You know what? Right now, you know what's been intriguing me is a lot of the indie books. Yeah. They've been intriguing me a lot lately. Okay. So alienated number one. claim writer Simon Spurrier and uh, artist Chris Wildgoose present a subversive uh, coming-of-age story about having all the power uh, to change the world, but the unready hands to truly wield it. Three teenagers, uh, each an outcast in their own way, stumble upon an uh, unearthly entity as it's born. As they bond over the shared secret and the creature's incredible abilities, it becomes clear to the teenagers that their cute little pet is a super predator in the making, and it's in need of prey, guided by the best intentions. At first, the teen's decisions soon become corrupted by adolescent desires, small-town jealousies, and internal rivalries, Mm. sending them into a catastrophic spiral of their own making. And that's all I got. That's fun. That's cool. That one sounds really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so you have anything else for the week of the 12th?
0: Nope. No? I think that's all I got for the week so, of
1: the So the week of the 19th, I am very excited about this one. I'm definitely going to be picking it up. Uh, plunge number one, oh, uh, cool. DC. Uh, in the aftermath of a devastating tsunami, an exploration vessel known as the Derleth begins sending an automated distress signal from a remote atoll in the Bering Strait. The only problem is that the derelith has been missing for forty years. Marine Ooh, biologist sounds good. Yeah, marine biologist Mariah Lamb joins the carpenter salvage team to recover the derelict's dead, only to find that in its in this remote part of the Arctic Circle, the dead have plenty to say to the living. Joe Whoa. Hill and Stuart Eminem's plunge into terror begins here. So we got ourselves another Joe Hill comic coming Sweet. out. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited about that one. I'm That's definitely awesome. going to pick that one out.
0: Uh, uh, dude, I don't know if you saw this, but something is killing the children is getting... A sixth printing. Seriously. Yeah, dude. <laughs> wow. That's really good. Cause, I mean, that's this book is real is supposed to be really good. I've got number two and three. Yeah. Because I can't find a first printing anywhere. Really? I've got a buddy okay. who hasn't, so I need to hit him up, be like, dude, I need to get that first printing. That's cool. Um but yeah, a sixth printing, man. That's, that's cool. That's and then um number two, three two is getting a fourth printing. Number three is getting the second printing, and number four is getting the second printing. Okay. Super interesting. All right. Uh, I got Deceased Unkillables number one. Uh, That one's coming out, kind of reeling back from the uh, deceased books. Um, There is a handful of um, people who uh, were unkillable. Cool. Joker Killer Smile number three coming out. I really like that one. Do you like that series? It was a really good one.
1: Uh, I've got one that I, it's from Image Comics. This is the solution to all of our problems.
0: Okay. It's on the stump.
1: (laughs) Number one, Uh, each issue of ARC-1 features a connecting variant cover by Sanford Green. Oh, so Okay, so here's the synopsis. The campaign trail is paved with blood and broken bones. History diverged in 1868 when a pivotal presidential debate turned violent. Today, elections are decided by highly publicized hand-to-hand combat in arenas (laughs) called Stumps. Uh, Unfortunately, the violence doesn't end in the ring, and powerful people can still get away with murder. Senator Jack Hammer and FBI agent Annabelle Lister are teaming up to bring it all down. I wish the elections were done that way that would solve so many of our problems
0: that's hilarious that would be awesome so i've got i've got one more comic and uh undiscovered country number four is coming out okay super cool uh i'm excited about that one no number one's got a fourth printing that's way cool that is cool
1: i've got uh this is from aftershock comics so a pretty independent uh label uh god killers number one uh, Abdul al is an Arab-American folklore professor turned soldier whose fear of death stems from uncertainty about the existence of an afterlife. Then he joins the God Killers, a special forces unit tasked with fighting insurgents who use mythological creatures as weapons of mass destruction. Now that he knows that the supernatural exists, he'll have to decide which is worse, death or the nightmarish monsters he thought were mere legends. The God Killers is a monster story for the modern age. So cool. Yeah, that one sounds really
0: cool. And we got Wolverine number one coming out. This one's way cool, man. And we got some uh, really cool statues coming out. Have you seen that? Uh,
1: I did see a a handful of those, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we got a uh, Batman Deathstroke bust coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, Harley Quinn. uh, We got Ghost Rider. Super cool. That is cool. Um. That's that's pretty much all I can mention there but those are those are out there. that and that at ghost riders 300 bucks is it really 300 bucks the batman 50 60 bucks it's, I mean those are getting expensive yeah, man are. those are those are yeah. it's pretty penny but that's all I got all right
1: I've got one more for you here all right uh, again I know it is just you look forward to this one <laughs> all the time Vampirella number 8 is coming oh out gosh. on February 19th so uh don't let uh, don't let the beard fool you, ladies and gentlemen. Joey is the biggest Vampirella fan oh, I've ever no, met in my no, life. No. He absolutely loves Vampirella comics.
0: I, I like to cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: you wouldn't be the worst I've ever seen.
0: Alright, just like that, we're coming to an end. Awesome. We're coming to a halt. We're slowing the car down. Ready, getting ready to kick your eyes out. I don't know. Uh, what was your favorite, uh, your favorite honorable mention? I guess today that we we, that we spoke about.
1: Bricks. Um, I mean, <laughs> come on, you can't you can't beat Boobricks.
0: I think that's what we're what the name of the uh, <laughs> name of the episode <laughs> is: Hitchhiker's Guar- Guide to Bricks <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. There we go. <laughs> All right,
1: everyone. Just remember, on the interstate of life, it's a good idea to hit the brakes every once in a while.
0: All right. It's time to let you guys out. This is your stop. We'll see you guys later.